0: Alright, that Dali. there we go, page seventy-four. We're on the bottom of Ayan Gimel Amud Bez. We're going to pick up from Ihahi. Sedel. We are five lines from the bottom of Ayan Gimel Amud Bez. Now, what we just explained was a machlikas, very simple machlikas, about whether Khati Shir, Asur Menatira first of all is less than a measurement Asur Midai And we have a machlaika whether that's uh not we have a shaila as to whether that's a machlaika we have to clarify because Rabbi Echran certainly holds Khatsi Shir Less than a Shir is Osamida had said Mutr Minatir. And the Gomara says what Raishlakish means by Mutter Minatira, he really means that he's agreeing that ultimately it's usr, except he says it's mid So, according to what we're up to the Gemara, chatsi shir is usr. According to Rabbi Yechran, it's usr raisa. And according to Reish Lakish, it's usr mid If He less than a forbidden measurement. Here we go. Says the Gemara. We're going now to discuss Reish Lakish's opinion. If it's true that Reish Lakish agrees. That chatzis shear but he says midravonon. Why shvuah? You should not be mechayev a karbon shvuah. What's a karbon shvuah? So let's explain what the bright what the Mishnah is about to get into. The Gabbai is about to quote a Mishnah, and the focus is going to be on the following. I say, I swear, I take a vow. I will not eat that pork. And then I go and eat the pork. Am I chayev a carbon shvua for transgressing an oath? Or do we say, you're chayev for eating pork because the Torah says you can't. But this that you made an oath to not eat pork, that's not even an oath. Because you can't do it anyway. The Torah already forbade it. And if I eat that pork, I'm not going to be chayav a carbon shvuah. Yeah? You understand what's going on here? In other words, what we're saying is that according to the way we're understanding the pin of Reshlakish, that that chazi shir is asher midra bonon, if a person swears I'm not going to eat this pork, you should not be chay on Ishrin. Let's get into the connection between Reish Tarkash's Chatz and somebody who takes an oath on something that is already forbidden. Says the Gemara, Why did we learn in a Mishnah? We're now starting four lines from the bottom of Ayin Gimbal and B'beis. The person says, I take an oath that I'm not going to eat this forbidden food. and he eats and Allah is He's chayiv not only for eating the treif, but for being over a shavua. Virab Shimon, Shimon says, No, you don't need to bring a carbon shavua. and we asked about it am I chayiv. Why is he chayiv? You can't make an oath that you're not going to eat pork. You already accepted that chayiv, <laughs> that obligation, from the time that we started our Sinai. So, Rabu Shmo, Vrabechil, and Amri Dvarma Mutarma, Dvarma Says the Gemara, our Mishnah is dealing with. When somebody said, I'm taking an oath, I'm not eating Nevela, Trefa, Shkotsim, masim, and ice cream. Are you allowed to eat ice cream? Yeah. So he's included in his statement of things that he's refraining from is not only Isurim, he's also including ice cream. He's also saying, I'm not going to eat kosher ice cream. And therefore, the vow has something to grab onto. And that's where they say, if you do go ahead and eat the Nevela, not only are you going to be chayav of the isra of neveilah, you're going to be chayav ring over a because it was a valid Shavuah, in as much as you included uh, hetera. Rishlagi says no. say that the only time we can say that you're going to be of a carbon shul is when you specified, "I am forbidding on myself." Says Rishlagi is beautiful. A half a kezayis of pork. Did we accept upon that? Did we accept that upon ourselves at our Sinai? No. At Har Sinai, we are not going to eat pork. But what about pork that's not even considered eating? We never accepted upon it. And therefore, says Rish Lakish, a guy says, "I accept upon myself to not eat a chatishir of pork," and then he eats a chatishir of pork. That's where we're going to be high That follows the of the Rabbanon. or you could say plain. We now turn to today's daf. A'libu and Or you could say we're just dealing with a plain case and we're following the pin of Rebbe Kiva. Who says that a person is allowed to obligate himself even the minimal amount. In other words, midai reisa, only chaya for you a Rebbe Kiva says a person can make his shear even the smallest amount. V'chitay, you're going to say That since less than a measurement of a kazayis, anyway, muter midai raisa kachayel karbon shvua, so be Carbon Batanan, but we learned in the Mishnah, the Gemara is saying maybe maybe even something that I'm already forbidden on, I should be Hayibashwa. It's not possible. Because we learned in the Mishnah, Shwa Saidus in the Saidus is only is only uh, uh it only makes sense. If a person has Shwa Sa'idus, if a person um, is Ra'i Lahayid, is fit to testify, and we asked about that halacha, where a person was to to testify, and instead of doing that, they say, listen, I swear that I'm not a witness over here, and we said, what's that coming to exclude? If Papa says it's coming to exclude a king, okay, and uh, therefore, a king who's not obligated any way to testify uh, would be excluded from Yeshua to exclude somebody who's a gambler. Now, we're not dealing with, very important, we're not dealing with somebody who's ever gambled. We're dealing with somebody who's makes their livelihood off of gambling. Okay? Now, some of the Rishonim explain the reason why somebody who earns a livelihood off of gambling is not fit to be a aid and testify in court is because they have no respect for boundaries within people's properties. Meaning, if you think about it, every single livelihood that any of us have help others, whether it's our intention or not. Halavai, it's our intention. But every single one of us earns a livelihood or spends our time in a way where it's helping others. It's helping the world in some way, shape, or form. Somebody sells me something, they own a store, they did me, they, they, they help me, I pay them, gavaldi. Somebody who cleans, somebody who, anything that goes on, we're helping the world. Somebody who earns money strictly off of gambling. You're only earning your money in a way where other people are completely losing. And therefore it shows you have no shaykhs to respecting boundaries within people's properties and therefore, we can't trust you to testify, especially in areas of monetary law. Now, this is a Midarisa, A person who earns their livelihood through gambling is fit to be a an native. And we still see that there's no shvua on him. You see that even when something's asar midarabbanon, it's considered like an isar da'iraisa. Hence, what's the main idea here? Hence, you should not, uh, even Reish Lakish who holds that it's be Rabbanon, should, um, should uh, not hold that you have a, a sh- should hold that you bring a, a shavu as carbon, a, 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 a carbon shvut. So, Demura says no. Shani hasam that Chati Shir, being Osamid is different than other cases. The Omar Kra, because it says in the Posuk The im loy yagid, and if the person does not uh, tell, does not show up in court to testify, the haila baragadohuklaw, and the mesachik bekuvya is not even fit to testify. Meaning, when do we say that somebody who should have testified and doesn't is chayav? When you were B'tayrash 8, when you are even a... Tes- do we say to a 10-year-old, oh, you're Chayim because you didn't testify? No, because you accept testimony anyway. Says the Gemara, that's a Masachic B'Kuvya. Masachic B'Kuvya, we view him like a 10-year-old. And his Edos is not even in the Parsha. And therefore, for him to make a Shvua or to withhold a Shvua, or to, to, to give Edos or to withhold Edos is not going to matter at all. And Mamela a, uh, a, a shavua in this scenario is not going to uh, is not going to impact him either. Says the Gemara, hecha to on the One second, says the Gemara. Going back to the our Mishnah, let's look back at our Mishnah all the way back on Ayin Gimel Amud Bey's right smack dab in the middle. We said, "Yoyimakipurim aser baachilu ubeshtia." Yom Kippur is aser, achilu beshtia. The Gemara had said, oh, why are you saying, You oh, Yechayev Kareis? Why say Asr oh, is it's a kares. Oh, it must be. We're dealing with Chachishir, right? Says the Gemara. one second. One second. When the Mishnah says it's Osser, does that mean to exclude Kharis? Maybe Asr means of Kharis as well. And I'll show it to you. We learned in a B'raisa. Abba Bishamu Osser Bekulon. Even though we said that on Yom Kippur, the whole list that we said, eating, drinking, leather shoes, relations, all those things are going to be Asr. Sometimes a Chiyiv Kares is a person who does Malacha, eats and drinks. So you see that sometimes it's used the word Asr, even when there's going to be a Chiyiv Kares, maybe in our mission as well. Says, this is what we mean. Kishu Aser When we said that these things are Asur and Kippur, La Yarma Allah The issue that we're referring to is Khatsi Shir, A Avo However, when it comes to a shir, when it comes to a full measurement of eating and drinking, anashkaris can be khhibkaris. So, and even though we say there's a khibkaris, so the Gemara basically is coming out and, and backing off of the original strong question and saying, you're right." Um, when referring to the isurim where there is an isur kares, so then um, uh, so, so then the word kares would be more appropriate. But as far as the other Alakas are concerned, "Ein achanami," would fit in, and um, the, you know technically. Our Mishnah, by using the word usr, can very well be the appropriate word because we're including other things besides for isr. If a person wears leather shoes kipper, they're not going to be karis. If it's included in this list, the, the, the word isr would be appropriate. Okay. Vibha another possible answer. Kikatani usr ashara. Maybe the isr is going on everything else besides for the eating, drinking, and doing malacha. Minaye, the Tanur Rabbah, Regresa, Bishar, Safri what does Shabbos mean? Shavos. You got to rest. But in Isser Kares there is not. Period. End of that discussion of the word Aser in the Mishnah. Okay. Let's go back to our Machlikes between Reish Lakish and Rabbi Eichenon about Chatz Shir Aser when you have less than a measurement, i.e. the half of a kezayas of pork, Rabbi Echenon says, it's osar mi da you just don't get the punishment, the biblical punishment, but it's absolutely forbidden. Rabbi Shlakesh said, it was mutter. And previously we said, what does mutter mean? Mutter mi da raiso, Let's get into this. Kufa, a piece of her previously quoted, raiso. Chatzi shir less than a proper amount why does it say it's kavan since since it's fit kavan since if you would eat another half you would be chayav so, right now, you're eating something that's worthy of being eaten more of, and therefore, <laughs> these initial bites as well are considered the start of an akhila. <laughs> Imamish have to have eaten. And until you eat a full kazai, you haven't eaten, Doesn't, it's not enough to be fit. Imamish have to eat. Only once you eat is it going to be aser midai raisa. That is the opinion. Of Reish Lakish, for the the and asked the challenging question on his shvager, his brother of the Reish Anything where, where we have where a person's told the einish, it's included in the azara, in the warning, in the transgression. Koi v'chati shir. what about if you have koi? Now koi is. Uh, it's it's not a mule, but it's a type of animal that comes out of two other animals. Okay? Um, so, I lost the place. Sorry. <laughs> Let's say you eat the chilev of a Kai, and you eat the half a shear of a different animal. Since there's no aynosh, I would say it's not even asr. Oh, no, still oser. Any fats are oser. Therefore, if you have the shear of fats from a koi, half the shear of fats from a different animal, it's still going to be oser, even though there's no punishment. Says the Gemara. Oh, so what do you see from here? Khatishir ishira, Okay, question on Rish Says the Gemara, no, midarabona, that really... The isrs the Rabban cross machta The the, 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 the pasuk is like teaching us how the rabbanon hung their head on. What they hung their head on for this Mistavra. But it's not sourced in the Torah. It's hinted to in the Torah. Um, it, it's an asmachta more than a hint. It's an asmachta. It's like they, they relied on this pasuk when they made the takana. These the daraisa. If you manage to think as koy koy itself is a suffik. We don't know how to consider it. It's Allah lasu yisvehu. Need the pasuk to remove. From a suffix of Adonisht, says the Gemara, Imishum Ha Loi If you're going to say that it's just an Asmahta and it's not Midaraisa, so we'll say Kasavri, the Brisa holds. We we'll now turn to Ahmed Beis, Kai Briya Atmahi. Yeah, yeah, it is beautiful. A Koy is like its own status of a of a creation of species. It's a Bifnei atma. And therefore, it doesn't combine with either half of a um, half of a of behema, or half of a kizayis of a chaya, because it's like a third identification. You know, identifies with like a, a third type of animal. It's not a behema, it's not a chaya. And if you don't say that this is the sta- the status of a kai, this is what the says af that when we say kol that any blood is going to, is going to be usr to eat, including the blood of a kai, it must be that we're considering kai to be like its own uh, unique identity, and still its blood is asr. Kai now, if kai is why would need a to include a safik? Yeah, in front of the Torah, there's no safik. Okay. In other words, like this. We know the blood of a behema is forbidden. We know the blood of a chaya is forbidden. If a koi is either a behemah or a chaya, why would need a pasuk to include a koi? If it's a behemah, it's aser. If it's a chaya, its blood is aser. Why need a to, It Must be it's its own species. Beautiful. Ella <clears> shine. <throat> We'll say it's a It's its own type of creation. Okay. We're done with that sugya. And we're now up to a brand new b'raise. And from here on forth till the end of the daf, we're going to focus on things that we refrain from on Yom Kippur in order to bring inu'i in order to bring affliction. Okay? And we're also going to get some beautiful directives into what's considered affliction. And the reason why that's important is because sometimes things that we consider affliction is not affliction. And things that we don't consider affliction really is. Okay? It's not... It can't fully be subjective. So this Gemara is going to teach us What's really called afflicting oneself. I might think I'm a letter hurt myself, cut myself, right? Afflict my body. No. It's also Midaraisha to do that, right? So we're gonna get into this whole uh, this whole fascinating um, conversation. It'll take us take us down to the bottom of the daff and onto tomorrow's daf. Says the we go. the rabbis learn socially. kipper, you should afflict your nephesh. I'll say, okay, go sit out in 100 degree heat. Or, go sit out in the snow. Yom Kippur is a time to suffer. Go get hurt. Don't do work. What does that mean? Just like Malaka, When the Torah says on oh, Yom Kippur, don't work. I'd rather do what? Do nothing. Nothing doesn't mean not go to shuhu. Nothing means don't go work. Shav sit it, Don't go to work. Af inu'i nefesh shav is not to do things to hurt yourself. It's to refrain from certain things. Maybe if you just sit out in the sun and let it burn you Yeah? Maybe what it means is Sit in the shade and do nothing. Sit in the sun and do nothing. Rather than go into the shade. Or if a person's out in the shade and it gets cold, maybe what it means is you don't have to go actively harm yourself, but you should put yourself into a situation of harm and, uh, and, and we shouldn't say to him, uh, you know, go, go out and protect yourself. Again, the Gemara is just coming up with some unique cases that it would be al but you're still afflicting yourself. The Gemara says, Just like when it comes to work, it is something that's done in all places at all times. A person's involved in this line of work. So to an ino, it means wherever you are. A person can have their leather shoes off wherever they are. A person cannot eat or drink wherever they are. But... When it comes to the elements and being outdoors, it depends where you are, the amount of Inuit. Okay. Tanya Idach. Another Brisa taught us. Ta'anu es nafsheh seichem. The Torah says, you should cause yourself suffering, you should cause yourself affliction. Yahoo, yesh v'cham v'yibitzinu I would have thought you should put yourself out into the sun to the cold and be b'zar, pain yourself. Ta'am alem ar malacha leisassu. Ma'am what's considered uh, that you'd be high of uh would be high of four elsewhere is that pig open nicer this is piggle and nicer we're very familiar right the leftover meat and the piggle that was brought with the wrong intention of you piggle uh uh of you we're going to use piggle and nicer as examples that are mochoy of and we're not going to use temple as an example which is not Makuyev uh which is not Machuyev in Karees, Tamadlaimar Sa'anu Vinisimis Naf Shay It says two times Sa'anu, and Vinus Naf Sha Sechem, So the second time is coming to include even Tevo. Avi Tevo Shuba Misa. Now I'll say, okay, maybe we'll include uh Tevo, which uh if you eat it on Yom Kippur, you'll be Khamise De Shamaya but Misa. But don't include novella where there's not a chia of nisibi deshma'in. Tamar laimar en envinisim mesnaf sechem riba, which means obvious a novella shuba lav, to include a novella where it usually is a regular lav anyway. Usually it's completely usher to eat, but I'm still including an additional isher now. But I'm not going to include chulin to be usher on Yom Kippur, right? Where there's no lav, because usually you're allowed to eat chulin. Again, that's what I would have thought. I would include that's not included in something which you're obligated to eat. And maybe don't include truma which is included something that's obligated to eat. The Kaanam are obligated to go and eat the chuma. Riba, you have additional uh, words for truma over here. So I'll say, include truma, which there's no nicer. And don't include kachem, which, if you leave it over, it is nicer. Maybe it's not included in the iser. All these things are, no matter what type of food that we've listed right here, it is user to eat on Yom Kippur. Now the Gemara says to try to wrap it up, and it's actually going to take us uh, on an additional couple steps. The, the Mishnah says, the and really if you want to say, and we're going to be bothered by these words, but if you want to say, if you want to say what? so says the Gemara, if you want to say that the Iser of, or we'll say the obligation of Enoi on Yom Kippur, is not learned out from here. I'll give you other proof. You know what type of Enoi you need? An Enoi that you could lose your life if you do this affliction too much. What's that? Not eating and drinking. So if you don't like my original reason, says the Gemara, you look at the drasha, okay, it's got to be, what do you afflict yourself with primarily? Things that a person, if they do it for too long, will actually be very hurt from. Says the Gemara, why do you need to add this additional reasoning? You're going to say that Arayas is what the Pasuk dealing with. Meaning, maybe the prohibition of relations on Yom Kippur is not with one's wife. Maybe it's only prohibited for a regular arayas. I'm sorry. Maybe Inuit just refers to the refraining from marriage relations. That was the whole question. Um, on that says the Gemara because this is something that a person can lose their life over eating and drinking. Okay. Now. Period. To be Rabbi they learned in the yeshiva of Rebbe Yishmo, Nemar Khan Enoi. It says in Yom Kippur, you need to afflict yourself. And it says Enoy elsewhere. Okay? Where else did it say Enoi? It's, uh, it's referring to the Mun that we got in the desert. How is that Enoi? Because we kvetched. The Gemara is about to explain this whole thing. But basically, what we're going to say is. We complained that the mun is causing us too much pain, it's too annoying for us. Let's read this. It says inoy on Yom Kippur. It says inoy in the midbar, Just like on Yom Kippur, it's referring to uh, being hungry and fasting. Just like in the in the desert, the first, Afghan, in inoy ra'aven. So, Tornun Kippur, you know what Enoi means? Primarily refraining from eating and drinking. Why don't we learn it out from the Pasuk of Sa'ana es Benaisai that Lavan told Yaakov of Eno he better have relations with his daughters and not do Enoi to them. Now, Enoi over there, maybe, uh, obviously, not maybe, obviously is referring to relations. So you see Enoi, a direct Pasuk in the Torah. When talking to Yaakov, and Enoi he is about relations, not about food and, and uh, drink. So Gawar says, you're right, but don't deram, deram. Don't was talking to Yaakov one-on-one. In, in the Midbar, the Man was for the whole Kehillah, on Yom Kippur. When there's an obligation to do Enoi, to afflict ourselves, we prefer to use a affliction that happened to Klah in the Midbar to everybody, and compare it to the affliction that everybody in Klah goes through in Kippur, the, rather than use the Enoi that was individualized between Lavan and Yaakov. The name of the as we're familiar with this pasuk, we say it in the at the Pesach Seder most famously. because uh, saw our inoy, our affliction in the Midbar. hearts. It says in the in the Haggadah, that Enoi is referring to precious derech separating from relations, says the Gemara, and it doesn't mean eating and drinking, says the Gemara, And Mitzrayim, that was people, right? The Mitrim were causing Enoi to the and therefore we're not going to use that Enoi as a true example of what Enoi should mean. Rather we'll use Enoi of how it came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is referring to um, which is referring to eating and drinking. Hamachilcha men ha ba midbar the Says the Torah, Baruch Hu gave you money in the midbar. The mananaischa in order to cause Enoi to you. What does that mean? Ravami the in the You know how Klausal was afflicted with the man. Because they had no food in their fridge. And it's very hard to go to sleep at night when you got no food in your fridge. People are nervous about tomorrow. That was the inoi. Ah, you had enough to sustain yourself today? Not enough. And the Ma'a said, Klay had to live like this every day in the Midbar. That was inoi. other opinion is, Misha Fascinating opinion, and that is, even though the month tasted like whatever you wanted, it didn't look like it. And therefore, when people a big as we're about to see, nobody—I shouldn't say nobody—personally, I don't want pizza-flavored ice cream. I want pizza-flavored pizza. So even if I think that the month, ooh, it could taste like this. But it didn't look like it. According to this opinion of the Gemara. And that was Eno. They had all this, they had everything, but they didn't have the looks. And by food, presentation is very important. Amr um, Rehsef says, This is where we get this from. That blind people, um, they, uh, they eat, but they're never fully satisfied. They're never fully happy. With their eating. You're going, to feed them, you're going to feed people food. Make sure during the day. Okay. Which means that you have light. Better is what the eyes see. Than what the nefesh feels. Because the nefesh can only feel things. through its, You feel things. But then you got to use your imagination. But when a person actually sees something right in front of him, it brings him a lot more of a geshmak. Amar Ishtakish. says, Okay, that usually it's the fantasizing uh, between the genders, or what the way they view each other, um, is very often more geshmak than the actual act of relations. Shnemar as it says, "Toiv Marei Nayim." That it's what the eyes places its eyes on. That's what the eye sees, and then has that desire. That itself is gishmak. Sometimes even more gishmak than the than the itself. And even outside of this area, we find so so often. People talk about their trips they're going on to stroll, People talk about I'm going to go visit my family, and I'm going to do this and that. And it's Mama's Geschmack and they're dreaming about this for three months. The, the three months they're dreaming about it, they're, they're already on vacation. And then they get there, and it's stress city. Terrible mattresses, terrible, uh, you know, oh, you could have been, the heat was broken, the air conditioning, and my 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 six-day vacation that I was so excited about and got a Gishmak for the past three months, all of a sudden it wasn't as geschmack as, as uh, you know now you don 't see there 's anything necessarily wrong with this, but we find this in many, many areas and many, many times it's the it 's the imagination and the seeing how, how we perceive it that 's even more gishmak than what we end up with at the end. a person who looks at the cup will walk with those who are straight, Chad Omar, what does that mean? Kol HaNaisen, top of tomorrow's daf E'nai B'kaisai. Anybody who uh, likes getting drunk, Rashi says, Ayev Shikras. E'rayas kulan daimas Kamisha. Okay? So, um, the, um, the uh, all Arayas, all forbidden relations, become like, eh, no biggie. Okay? No biggie. Meaning immorality, when a person's drunk, they go hand in hand. Even a person who loves getting drunk, usually it's going to be very lenient on priests. And one says, and one says Allah of Kimishur, The entire world uh, uh, looks to him like it is Mishar, like it's out in the open. Says Rashi on this, that not only is immorality going to be permitted, but other people's property. All of a sudden, we're not so careful about breaking things, taking their stuff, and a person needs to be very careful when it comes to uh, a person's cup. Yes, there's a time to drink wine. Yes, there's a time, sometimes even for shikras, at the proper time, right? Uh, Particular days of the year, where it might be a mitzvah. But a person who's focused on getting drunk, you also need to be concerned that perhaps they're loose in these other areas as well. And we will hold it here for this evening. And as Hashem, pick up from here tomorrow, a good nerve Shabbos, Yet, yeah, so we'll pick up from here tomorrow at, um, let's see over here, tomorrow at 12.15, 12.15, I can't do 12.15. We're, we're uh we got the camp going on in shul um let's do 2 30 uh, or earlier in the morning can we do earlier in the morning